Hi, everyone. Susie O here. Just want to let all of you know that the certificates of deposit at Alliant Credit Union are now at, for a six-month CD, 5%, a 12- to 17-month CD, 5.15%, and an 18- to 23-month CD, 4.90%. And for those amounts of $75,000 or more, just add on 0.5% to those rates. Go to myalliant.com and check it out. Susie Orman here, and you are listening to the Women in Money podcast. Six two thousand and twenty. Welcome to the Women and Money podcast, as well as the men smart enough to listen. We have a great day today, huh, Katie? Oh yeah, everybody! Happy, happy, happy Thanksgiving! This is our favorite holiday, but this year is a little different from last year and the year before and before and before. For twenty Thanksgivings before this, or twenty-one, but you know, KT, it's different for every single person. I'm sure listening to this podcast, mm-hmm. right? And that's KT says it's different because this is the holiday of the entire year that our entire family, twenty-two people, sometimes it's been fifty-six people, all come. Remember the year we did fifty-six. Oh, that was in Florida. Yeah, because she's whole, looking at me like, you know, what no, are you no, talking I remember about we, 56 That was people. funny. That was a big Thanksgiving a big event. But where our entire family comes and we celebrate with them, but just like we've been saying in the past, this isn't the year to be celebrating with your family. This is the year to celebrate your family by keeping them safe and sound, which is far better than celebrating with them, if you ask me. So it's just KT, myself, and Colo this year, but that's not going to stop us. It's not going to stop <laughs> us from making turkey and everything that goes we're doing with the a turkey. full-blown menu we're gonna do the same menu we do here's the funny thing Susie is not a real big fan of eating turkey <laughs> and by in general she likes everything else around it but not a big fan I love it Columbia lives for this holiday and he as you all know we've talked about him but this year we're going to post some photos cuz he's helping Susie in the kitchen when we're done with the podcast and we're going to actually have him do all the mixing while she explains yeah, how she makes cuz i can't mix it quite yet yeah, but her he arm's can. still under repair but here's the fun part is that although we're three people instead of like a couple dozen people around, we still set our table. We're going to still do a full menu. And we got, instead of a 25 or 26 pound turkey, we pared it down to 18. So my sister said, there's only three of you. Why do you have such a big turkey? I said, a pound for me, a pound for Susie, 16 pounds for Colo. <laughs> and but, we're laughing if you knew him. 
He's just um, has a big appetite. But at the end of this podcast today, we're going to give you my stuffing recipe. Actually, it's my Granny Goldie's stuffing recipe. But I have to tell you, it is the best stuffing. So you should follow this recipe that you will ever eat in your entire life. There has never been a Thanksgiving yet where we've had a guest at the table that doesn't say, Oh my God. Can I have a second, sir? Can I have second, third? And everybody who comes every year says, is Aunt Susie going to make her stuffing again this year? So you should stay throughout this entire podcast to get this recipe. What were you going to say, Katie? I was going to say that Susie does, has been preparing and cooking the turkey for all of these decades. And it's really, really fun. And it's the one meal that none of us get in her way. Right. She is the master chef. This is also, though, a money podcast. It's not a cooking podcast or a recipe podcast, but it is a podcast about money. And we started to do a thing on Thursdays, which is today, the Ask Susie Anything. I want to call it Ask Susie and KT Anything. She's not quite ready for that yet, but maybe next year, right? Is that we started this thing about quizzes, where we asked all of you a question, and then you had time to think about how you would want to answer it. And then I would tell you, in my opinion, what the correct answer was going to be. And a little bit ago, KT said, if you like this idea, write in. Well, you again, seriously wrote in and said, we love this. We love the quizzes. We love the quizzes. So we're going to do a version of the quizzy today. Because I don't know, it's Thanksgiving. I don't really want to talk about individual questions with individual answers. I want it to be something that all of you can benefit from. So I came up with some questions for KT uh -oh. and all of you to see how much you know about really... I'm the, scared. Don't be nervous. nervous. Don't be scared. I said, Susie, what if I don't know the answers? She said, I guarantee you won't. <laughs> so before we get in to the quizzy, and it's just six questions, by the way, I just want to talk to you a little bit about why I chose the questions that happen to be on this quiz. On Tuesday of this week, we really passed a significant milestone in the Dow Jones Industrial Average. We passed 30,000 on it. And then I was realizing, I bet most of you don't even really know about the Dow Jones Industrial Average and anything about the significance of it passing 30,000. So I've created a quiz to teach you about timing. And really what's happening with time and the Dow Jones Industrial Average, because I also want you to understand how everything in life is speeding up, even the growth of the Dow Jones Industrial Average, and what that has to do with your long-term investment plans. So that's why this entire quiz really is about the Dow Jones Industrial Average. So wait, wait, before you start the quiz, I have a big question. Uh-oh. Are you no, turning this quizzy on me? No, I Maybe. just... No, no, no. I, I think everyone wants to know one simple answer. What's a Dow Jones? Where'd the name come from? Do you not know? No. <laughs> All right. So 
then that's a good quizzy question. So the Dow Jones Industrial Average came about from two out of three people, actually, that were named Charles Dow and Edward Jones. And I think it was about in 1882, somewhere there, KT, they formed the Dow Jones Company. And what happened is this is where, in fact, they went on, by the way, I don't know if you know this, to form the Wall Street Journal. Oh, I did not know that. Right. So that's where that Wall Street Journal oh. came from, these guys. So the Wall Street Journal's that old? Well, the Wall Street Journal was formed from these guys. I don't actually know when it started, mm. but it's it's pretty old, I have to tell you that. So what they did was that they had a company that totally was all about the stock market and everything. And they thought that, you know what, the stock market is kind of confusing, that people needed a really simple way, just one kind of index that would tell them if the market was going up or if the market was going down. And so they formed the Dow Jones Index. And you know, when they originally formed it, it was only 12 stocks. That what was kind it. Of, what kind of stocks? Industrial stocks, you know, stocks that people knew in those days. And now there are 30 stocks in there that gives more of a representation of what's going on. But when it was first started, it was really only 12 stocks. Hmm. So that was like a barometer that people could look at and go, oh, the market did well today. The market didn't do so well today. Kind of like a thermometer when you know it's cold outside, it's hot outside. So they were the original weather reporters of the stock market. Yeah, sort that's of, right. So, right? so that's, that's, that's cool. how that started. Now, you good with that? Yeah, I like, uh, I like that. All right. So, so I kind of gave you a hint there, KT, as to the answer to the very first quizzy. Were all of you just listening to what I just said? So the first question is this. What year was the Dow Jones Industrial Average created? 1901, 1850, or 1896? 1896. Yeah, KT. <laughs> no, wait. Is that the right answer? It's the right answer. Are we going to tell everyone the right answers now? Yes. Or do we have to wait? No, we're going to tell right. everybody right now. Now, why? So did this you... is these are multiple choice quizzes. Yeah, that's oh, going to be a multiple All choice right. quizzy. And so, you, why did you guess eighteen ninety six? Okay, they started the business in eighteen eighty two. So I figured they took a couple years to get it up and running. That's my girl. Did and... all of you get that right? So that was essentially KT a hundred and twenty five years ago. Wow. Okay. That's when this started. So here is the question now. Wait. Are they still seen as the leader of the index barometer? They're one of the leaders. Most people truthfully today, in my opinion, follow the Standard & Poor's 500 index, which is made up of more like 500 stocks than just 30 stocks. But, but the people, Dow, Dow and Jones, these two guys started this They whole started business. this whole thing and went on to form other indexes, by the way, the transportation index, all of these. But anyway, yes, it's, it's probably many people only watch the Dow Jones index. Okay, good. All right, got that. All right, now we're going to get down to it. When did the Dow Jones average first hit one Thousand, remember, we're way up there now. We're about thirty thousand now. When did it first hit one thousand? Right? Was that in November of nineteen seventy-two? Was that in November of nineteen fifty-one? Or was that in November of nineteen seventy-nine? 
That's a that's a tough question. Seventy nine was like a disaster year, wasn't it? That's not the point. When All right, did wait, the first wait, hit? wait. So fifty, and then you do a seventy and a seventy, right? Remember, it first was created in eighteen ninety six. I guess fifty one. I'm going to go with the low ball. I'm going to low ball. You're going to low ball it. Wrong. Yeah. Wait. What, did I get it right the first time? Seventy nine. No. All right. Seventy two. <laughs> that's not how this game works, KG. <laughs> I want you all to pay attention to that it took 76 years from the start of the Dow Jones Industrial Index for it to get to just 1,000. That is 76 years. It happened in November of 1972. Right. So remember, Katie, 76 years it took to get there. So therefore, then, your next question is, when did the Dow Jones first hit 10,000? March of 1990, March of 1995, or March of 1999? 1990. Nope. Wrong. All right. It was March of 1999. Now, what's important about that? That means it took 27 years, 27 years after it hit 1,000 for it to hit 10,000. You know, I could remember when the Dow Jones Industrial Average hit 2,000. It was a really big deal in the 80s. It was so big, I can't tell you. It took 76 years for it to hit 1,000. Then it took another 27 years for it to hit 10,000 after it hit 1,000. All right. So, when did the Dow Jones Industrial Average hit 20,000? All right. Was it in January of 2015, January of 2017, or January of 2018? I think it was January 2017. That's my girl. You, you know, got that right. Because that's when I started really hanging out with you and listening to the news all the time. That was a big news event. Katie, that was a big deal. You started hanging out with me in 2001. Yeah, but that was a real big news event when it when it crossed that number, right? <laughs> Wasn't it a big news event? It was a big news event only because, KT, it was during that time also, if you remember, in 2009, that the Dow was all the way down at like 6,700 or something like that. And so then it went back up from there. So to go back up from 2009 at 6,000 something to 20,000 was, was a, a big, big deal. deal. Okay, yeah. so... Did all of you get that right? But here's what's important. Now, that means it only took nine years, nine years from when it hit 10,000 for it to hit 20,000. Are we seeing a trend? She's looking at me, everybody. That's a no. She's not seeing it. All right. One last one, right? Which is, so... The Dow Jones Industrial Average hit 30,000. The first time that it hit, she's laughing, everybody, 30,000 was in November 2018. 
2000, November 2019 or November 2020? When, KT? Go back again. What started where? 2018, 2019, or 2020? 2019. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> no, the answer to that is it actually just did it a few days ago on Tuesday, November 24th, 2020. Now it got close in 2019. It got to like 29,500, but it did not cross the 30,000 oh, mark. Yeah, I so the reason that I wanted to do this particular quiz is that I want you to really think about the trend here. It took 76 years for it to hit 1,000. It took only 27 years or a third of that time for it to hit 10,000. Then it took only nine years, a third of that 27, for it to hit 20,000. And then it took only three years, which is again a third of the time of the nine years, to hit 30,000. So do you see how it's taking less time for the Dow to go from 10,000 to 20,000 to 30,000. And KT, I'm sure you're wondering why, why, because I can see it on your face. Yeah. And, and now that I'm asking why, are you giving me a warning here? I listen it during these times, the markets went down considerably. The crash of 2008, the crash of, of 1987. There are many times when these markets went down big time. But they still recovered, and they recovered almost faster than the times. Remember, it was back in 1929 when we had the greatest, one of the greatest stock market crashes, and then look what happened. So the point of this is, because of technology, mm. because more and more people investing in their 401k plans, because of the lack of pensions, and I personally think because interest rates are so low and there's really no other place to invest to get a return on your money mm. besides real estate, of course, which can take a considerable amount of money to get into. And you have to think about it with the ability to be able to buy slices, little tiny bits of stock at no commissions. Well, people maybe, in my opinion, are turning to the stock market to invest. Also, everything in our lives have gone faster. And I think about all the way back to when I got the very first Apple 512K computer, the first Mac, and you had to put in this little disc, and then you had to take it out and put in another disc, and everybody thought that was so great. And now, if everything doesn't turn on immediately when you say on, if something isn't so fast, we have to get a new one, a better one, a quicker one. Our actual timing of things and when we do things have totally sped up, in my opinion. That's true. Including investing. So as I say this to you, I just want you to really, really think about this. Because if you have time on your side, in particular, you have 10 years or longer is it possible that we could see 40,000, 50,000, 60,000 on the Dow? I remember back in 1980, when I first started all this, there was somebody who said, one day the Dow's going to hit 25,000. And we were all like, well, why doesn't it just hit 2,000 to begin with? And here we are at 30,000. So I just 
want you to think about that if you have patience, if you have time, you just never know where the future of investing in the stock market can take you. All right, now, KT, you need to reveal my ingredients for <laughs> I, my stuffing recipe. I know, I'm kind of anxious. That was great to, to learn about, and it's exciting to hear. So really, KT, you found that interesting? I did. All right, there we go. I love that. All right, KT. Now you're all going to find this even more interesting. So we have an 18-pound turkey ready to be dressed, ready to be prepared and baked for our beautiful dinner. Here's Susie's famous stuffing recipe. These are the ingredients that you need to get everybody. Okay, get get a pen and paper, everyone, because this is a really delicious one. So we like to start with two bags of Pepperidge Farm seasoned breadcrumbs. I like the, the cubed ones. And then we use about a quarter of a box of that traditional bell seasoning, the one with the little turkey on the front of the box. It's been around forever. About a tablespoon of sea salt and cracked pepper, tablespoon each, four sticks of melted butter. <laughs> Big sticks, the long ones. Well, they're only one size sticks. No, you, you, you have little sticks as no, well. No, no, those are called half of a stick. So four <laughs> sticks of melted butter. <laughs> Two cups of chopped (laughs) celery, two and a half cups of chopped Vidalia onions, one whole garlic bulb. Susie crushes it. She doesn't slice it or chop it. She crushes it. And you need about two or three tablespoons of olive oil and some extra in case you'd like to do that. Now, what about the eggs? Oh, yeah. How many eggs? Two or three. Two or three eggs. Yeah. Forgot that. So there's your ingredients. Now, Susie's going to tell you how to put this together. All right. So here's what you need to do. She's laughing again at me, everybody, (laughs) is you take the onions and you take the celery and you take the squished garlic, okay, a lot of garlic you want, and you put it in a big pan and you, you saute them in the olive oil. You may need to add more olive oil because now you're cooking them in the olive oil until, you know, you walk in that house and you get that smell. You go, what smells so great? It's that. Then after those have essentially cooked, you put in your four sticks of butter. I get it. I know. I know. And Katie's just shaking her head. But this is the key to this recipe. You put in four sticks of butter, the long ones, and you melt them in there. Stop laughing at me. There's no such thing as a long and short stick of butter. It's four sticks of butter. The little ones that you buy in the package are called half a stick. (laughs) There's only one size, Susie. All right. right, So you put in four big sticks of (laughs) butter. Right. right, whatever, of butter, and you melt them and you let all of that cook, okay? Now, while that's cooking and the and the sticks are melting, in another big pan or mixing, pot, mixing, mixing bowl, bowl, mixing right, bowl, is you put <laughs> the two packages of your Petridge Farm stuffing and you put in a quarter, while it's dry, these, these cubes now are still dry, you put in a quarter of the... What's it called? The, the bell, bell seasoning. seasoning. So you put in a quarter of a box, believe it or not, at least, in that mixture and you mix it all up. You add your salt and your pepper as well into that. Now you mix that all up 
After you've done that, you take two or three eggs and you crack them and mix them like you're making scramble eggs and you pour it in this mixture and toss it with your hand so that the egg coating gets on everything. <laughs> Why are you laughing at that? Because it gets on, on you, on the floor, on everything, everything. is right. right. After all of that has been mixed in, then you add the mixture of the butter and the onions and the celery into where that big bowl. Now it is hot. So be really, really careful with this. Once you've poured that in, now until it cools, I want you to toss it and mix it with a big wooden spoon. After it is cooled down with your hands, believe it or not, you squish it and squish it and squish it. You go in there and you attack it and you make sure that every single cube that's in there soaks up all of that butter. Now, why are you making that face? Because I know what it's a mess, but I'm going to take a photo of you doing this. All right. You can take a photo, I'm take some photos maybe and... a video and we'll post yeah. it. We'll see how it goes. But you have to make sure that you squish it and you squish it and you squish it. And keep tasting it after it's all done and make sure that it has enough salt, enough pepper, enough garlic. If you need to, you could add more of the bell seasoning. You could add more of anything that you want, but season it obviously to taste. Then what I do is I take whatever will fit inside of the front and the back end of my turkey, and I stuff my turkey with it. See, you don't pack the cavity. You just put it in nice and loose. Well, I kind of pack it. No, 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 no. You don't pack I it. I do pack it. All right. She's saying I don't pack it, but I kind of do. But that's besides the point. And what's ever extra, I put in one of those dishes. Pyre I, Pyrex baking pan. Yeah. I put it in one of those. And then as, <laughs> why are you laughing Susie again? only spends Thanksgiving day in the kitchen, everyone. <laughs> so I have to tell her the name of everything. Okay. A glass Pyrex pan. All right. So pan. I put it in there. And then as time goes on, and it's an hour before the turkey is done. Then I put that into the oven as well. And then as I'm basting my turkey, the last hour of the, the roast of the turkey, I then take some of that juice and everything, and I make sure that I put it on the stuffing that's in the Pyrex pan as well. Now, for those of you that are vegetarian, maybe you don't eat turkey, but you want stuffing, just make the stuffing in the Pyrex and whatever KT called it, the Pyrex glass thing, and just put that in the oven and bake it. You know, you'll know when it's done. Fabulous. Just fabulous. And then that's it. And then I'm telling you, let it get crispy on top. It will be, I promise you, the best stuffing, if you follow my directions, you have ever eaten. The best. The best. The All best. right, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this particular podcast. We wanted to make it light and we wanted to make it fun because as much joy as this day, I'm sure, is bringing to all of you, I'm sure it's also bringing you a little sadness as well because you physically can't be with the people that you really want to be with. But like I said in last Sunday's podcast, there is light at the end of the tunnel. We are going to get there in terms of the virus. So just hang in there. And until then, what do we want to say to everybody? 
Happy, happy, happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Talk to you soon. Stay safe, everyone. Neither Susie Orman Media nor Susie Orman is acting as a certified financial planner, advisor, a certified financial analyst, an economist, CPA, accountant, or lawyer. Neither Susie Orman Media nor Susie Orman make any recommendations as to any specific securities or investments. All content contained in this podcast is for informational and general purposes only and does not constitute financial accounting or legal advice. You should consult your own tax, legal, and financial advisors regarding your particular situation. Neither Susie Orman Media nor Susie Orman accepts any responsibility for any losses which may arise from accessing or reliance on information in this podcast. And to the fullest extent permitted by law, we exclude all liability for loss, damages, direct or indirect, arising from the use of this information. The must-have documents discussed in this podcast are legal documents created by a lawyer and distributed by Hay House.